I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's a proper squeaky cunt. Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? Swap chairs. Well, it weren't squeaking before we hit record. <laughs> That's the only comfy one, though. All right. We'll just deal with it then. I'll go on one of the other ones. You can get back on the comfy one after we've pressed stop. Oh, that's, that's a bit cold on the old anus. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 1982. Yeah. I mean, let's look back at uh, 2021. Another chart hit. Another chart hit. It's all right, wasn't it? <laughs> it was all right, that, wasn't it? I could get used to this chart hit business at Christmas time. Do you feel more famous? No. No, it's, it, it literally, it, it took less than a day to go exactly just back to how it always was. Mm. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. But it, it's, a great, it's a great fucking week, though. Yeah. Yeah. How was it driving the, uh, the big van with the poster around London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it was a, it was a nice experience, really. Which I mean, I know you didn't get arrested, which I know you're a bit disappointed about. Like, we, yeah, I mean that 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 was the weird fucking thing is we're driving this van around London with a big, uh, you know, big, big uh, this great big poster saying Boris Johnson is a fucking cunt with you know the fucking yeah. cunt asterisk out <clears> with <throat> that big picture of him in the Ghostbusters logo yeah. of his little drippy cock. <laughs> And we're driving that all around like central London, all around Trafalgar Square and the Houses of Parliament yeah. and, uh, and Buckingham Palace and, and um, Downing Street. Drove it all around there. And the only grief the driver Pete got was when he parked it up on the Treacle Mine roundabout in Greys. Two fucking jobs with cunts from Furrock Council when a copper come up and told him to take it down. Really? Yeah. For, on what grounds? Just because they're cunts. I, I think some... Obviously, some some Tory sympathiser who was on their way up Lakeside to do their Christmas shopping complained about it and sent Forest Council out. Did you get plenty of like eh, eh, oi, oi. oh so so many like that <laughs> that started on the A13 on the yeah. way up there just geezers hanging out of van windows giving us thumbs up. Like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> 
And like that was the same all around London. It was always people in vans. Hey! <laughs> I love that shit. I thought people in vans voted the Tories in, but they've obviously fucking changed their mind. I think like blokes in white vans that voted Tory uh, also like want to be back at work and uh, and yeah. don't and probably don't want to be fucking told they're not allowed to go to work. So instantly that just means that Boris is a cunt to them. Uh, and also I think. Probably more than their, their uh, political beliefs. I think they just like blokes swearing. Yeah, yeah. No, it was fa- that, that was fucking great. It, like, you did feel a real sense of community. Yeah, like, spirit and, of the Blitz. Yeah, yeah. And like, even like, you know, driving around Trafalgar Square and stuff, like people just like, you know, just whipping their fucking phones out and trying to get photos with it and stuff. Did, did, did you drive past old Bill? Yeah. Just didn't care. No, just, um, but I mean, what can I actually do? Like, weren't, I, I, I thought we'd get a pull from the old Bill. Yeah. But, you're not doing anything illegal, are you? Like there was no actual swear words on it or anything. Your Honour, <laughs> the, the, the old uh, the, the Secret Service guys with the guns or whoever it is outside Downing Street, like kept sort of you know they had their eye on it as we drove past and, and parked up and what have you. But uh, no, no one can say anything. If, like Joe got shot. <laughs> oh, we weren't there, was he? It was just me and Pete the driver. Oh, I thought Castle went. No, he was going. He, he got Corona. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Corona all over Christmas. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. He died on New Year's Eve. He's all right. Of course he is. Of course he is. He's back to eating Savaloys. Um, he can cram a Savaloy in that boy. <laughs> <laughs> Being on tour with him for a few weeks, I saw him work some Savaloys into himself. <laughs> Did he eat many Savaloys? Oh, so many. Seriously? I've never seen anyone. like. He's like I, I, he comes, I'm obsessed with him and Savaloys, by the way. He comes out of a chip shop. He's like Freddy Krueger. He has them in between each finger. <laughs> Edward Savaloy hands. <laughs> Edward Savans. That time he fucking just... I think he's... Like I don't know what if, if he's like oh, I'm, I'm going to quit the booze for a bit or something like that, and he was like oh, I've just replaced it with seven. Oh, it was fags. He'd given up smoking. He was like, yeah, I've, I've not the old fags on the head, so uh, yeah, just kind of into me savaloys now. And he's like, like I, partridge with Toblerone. He's exactly he? that. And like, and I've never seen like I've never known anyone have a savaloy in their pocket. Yeah. And like he literally had like a couple. He had like one in each pocket. Like he was literally going for his guns. Yeah. And like. <laughs> And he just sort of just pull it out in like a little wrapper and just kind of yeah chomp on it like the you know, sheer like volumes a, of eyelids he's fucking eating while even on that short tour. I love a Savaloy though. Yeah, eyelids and arseholes. Yeah, but yeah, I had, yeah I had <coughs> um, Agis at Christmas. That's arseholes, ear holes, and fucking yeah, uh, floor sweepings, yeah, all floor of skins. The Scottish love a foreskin, didn't they? Is that right? <laughs> they do, yeah. Who's got a famous foreskin from Scotland? Midjure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's why his band was called Slick, wasn't it? Because he could pull it back so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> He could have his egg on out before you could say feed the world. <laughs> oh, do you reckon he's like? Do you reckon he's got one, or do you reckon he's had it removed? No, he's he's got one with a little tash on the end. 
Oh dear. Yeah. Just trying to thumb in some sort of joke about the feeling he's gone. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just you and I. No, no, ain't gonna happen. Right, so we've we've we're into our second. No, hang on, but third year, isn't it? Did we start in eighty? I think we started. Was it was it September or October eighty? Yeah. So uh, into uh, a third year. Yeah. Well, sort of. Yeah. About Fifteen months, isn't it? But. Yeah. For the purposes of uh, of years, we're into um, 1982, January 1982, and uh, only three years till I get my first pube. 82, 85. You got your first pubes in 85. Yep. No, I'm lying. It was 88. Yeah, I reckon mine would have been about 88. God. Um. Right. Have we got the same year for the charts? Yeah, 1982. Sorry, the same week. I've gone week three. I, I think so, because I, I put in the middle of the month and this it called up the, like the 17th to the 23rd or whatever. Okay. Right. Let's have a look. Got, got the fizz at number one. The fizz. Uh, land and make believe. Run to the sun, little one. Has it gone after that? You're an outdoor once again. Time to change. change. Superman. Superman. Oh. Do you know what it's about? Mm. No, I don't. Thatcher. Is it? Yeah. Thatcher, Thatcher, Milk Snatcher. <laughs> like, it's all about... Are fuck... you going to dissect the lyrics for me line by line? Nah. Uh, Give me an overview. No, I thought that's all you're going to get because that's all I read. Uh, was a brief <laughs> overview. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's it, Very it, unlike you to not do proper research for a podcast. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. It was, it's, it's based on uh, on Thatcher. Uh, it's fucking great, The Land of Make Believe. I think it's a proper good song. Best Fizz? Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, written by Andy Hill. Uh, and Andy Hill also wrote uh, Making Your Mind Up. Oh, uh, did he? Uh, piece of the action by the fees. Camera never lies by the fees. Wrote a lot for the fees, by the way. Uh, They're all right. Them them other fees ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wrote Think Twice for Celine Dion. Oh fucking hell! He's yeah, got that's some money. Dog shit that though. Isn't oh it? yeah, he's rubbish. Uh, wrote uh, Beautiful for Eminem. Uh, wrote uh, hits. Is that you're beautiful? By Eminem, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, also uh, provided songs for Boy's Own, Michael Ball, Bonnie Tyler, Lulu, uh, Nick Berry. Uh, Whose fanny would you rather see, Lulu or Bonnie Tyler's? <laughs> Do you reckon Lulu's one of them people with a young lady's face but an old lady's minge? You know what you're getting with Tyler. It's going to look like an Afghan hound. <laughs> You don't know what you're getting with Lulu, do you? You don't know whether she had nip and tuck, bit of Botox. Yeah, I, I reckon. I reckon. I reckon you might see Lulu on one of them kind of uh, Channel Five shows in a couple of My times. My cunt went wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like literally, she just went in there wanting to fucking go full Suzanne Mizzy and ended up looking like someone of Will spun through a ginsters. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's our. Uh, that's it. I ate Lulu. You know how much I ate Lulu. Yeah. Uh, Lulu and Andy Peters. Uh, oh, I what is it about women and gay black men you hate? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The other day, I literally just put the telly on, and Peters was on on like morning TV, and no, when you just think, oh, I really don't like you, and I can't pinpoint what it is. He's like a cuntish Dave Benson Phillips. See, I reckon Dave Benson Phillips is all right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and Peters is a cuntish one. I just think like, I just think he's just. I bet he's proper trod on people to get where he's got. Do you think so? 100%. I reckon he sucked all the cocks. All of them. Lulu gets on me nerves when she does the... uh, the, (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it when Lulu fucking... uh, You can't have an interview with with Lulu without going, oh, right, so Lulu, um, so if we take you... Yeah. It's like, shut up! No one's asked. It ain't even your song. You spoke someone else's. Yeah. Um, a little bit louder now. Uh, Orange, get, Orange was slinging one up, Hermione. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing that I really. It's the fact that she was still an attractive woman. You know, she was married to a Gib, wasn't she? She, she was, was married she? to uh, to Andy Gib. Morris. She was married to Morris Gib. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you have a little fucking nod of acknowledgement, like oh, I love oh, the Gibbs. I, I love the Gibbs. You do, but like he jogged her on. Like, yeah, good for um, him. Imagine being woken up to every morning. Oh, fuck off! It ain't just that. It's the bit in that. What's her fucking first line in fucking relight my fire? Oh, I gotta be strong enough to oh, fuck off. <laughs> like now, you think like, why have you got her in for that? Like, why not get someone like Kylie or Natalie Imbruglia? Or Kim Mazel. Yeah, or Kim Wilde. Like, why Lulu? Yeah. Well, obviously, Orange yeah, Orange. fucking burying his fucking tangerines in it. <laughs> <laughs> right up to the Satsumas. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, anyway, um, run to the sun, little one. Uh, land of make-believe. Uh, fucking... Why do you make that sound so noncy? What? I ain't. I ain't. Listeners, uh, I, I just want to say at this juncture, um, can, can we thank uh, at Seaside Wolf on, yes. twi- on Twitter because he sorted us out the beers and snacks for tonight's yes. episode. Thank you very much. Although, because um, I've got Brewdog, he owes us £8.37. You kept the receipt though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. You know where he lives? I, no, I'll DM him on Twitter tomorrow. All right, yeah. He's the cunt that always moans that we're late with a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, make sure you got his address next time you're on, so we'll go around and fucking... Well, if you don't pop, I'll just block him. <laughs> 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 While we're thanking people, we should thank our sponsors, uh, Urban Ink Tattoos. Oh, I'll just presume they're jettisoned us because we didn't mention them at the start. No, no, no. They're still... Uh, they're, still they're... on board? Yeah, I don't know. I've no idea why. Like, well, because now, if they get rid of us, they're just going to look like a right bunch of humourless cunts, so they've just got to stick with it now. <laughs> Is that how we operate? Yeah. <laughs> Go with something a... really offensive on their advert, and if they pull out, it's like, well, all right, can't stand the heat. Yeah, they were a bunch of cunts, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a protection racket, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So um, that bunch of cunts uh, that, uh, that Cunt's talking about is uh, Urban Inc., uh, and they're at Tattoo Studios. Uh, there's three of them, Romford, Brentwood, and Southend. Uh, and their stuff's amazing. Uh, go check them out. They're on all the social uh, media platforms. Well, they're not on all the social. I think I'm not 
sure it's on Twitter. But the the best place to go and see what they're doing is their Facebook um, and their Instagram. We'll tag them on this episode so you can go and find uh, their socials on there. And there's a discount code, right, which will save you some money if you want to get yourself a tattoo. What's the uh, the discount code that they have to say? I can't remember. Is it hepatitis B or C? No, it wasn't either of those. Um, what was what was it? AIDS? No, it wasn't AIDS. Um, I can't remember. What fucking hell was it? Was it hepatitis C or B <laughs> or was it AIDS? Oh, no, it was four skin. That's the number four and skin. And what you have to do is when you uh, phone the studio or walk in the doors of the premises, uh, before you say anything, uh, you just have to shout the words foreskin at the first person that uh, that you bump into. They'll all know. They've all been briefed. Yeah, they all know the memo. So, uh, yeah, foreskin, and that saves you some money. Uh, Urban Ink Tattoos, uh, go check them out. Uh, they're amazing. Thanks, guys, for continuing to uh, support and sponsor this shower of shit. <laughs> you only said AIDS once, didn't you? AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, I've got to turn the heating off. It's fucking, it's fucking boiling. boiling. I had to take my top off. I mean, I'm not topless. <laughs> <Can I> clarify <laughs> something here. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, it's he's not that got... kind of bromance podcast. No, no, it's not. Um, right. <laughs> right. That was weird, wasn't it? What? When Donald Trump played the YMCA? No, when you was about fucking. 19 when you realise that the, the village people were homosexuals. Yeah, because I just take people as I find them. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with that, and so do I. But I just thought that there was enough marketing surrounding the village people and maybe just the way that they carried themselves and, you know, that they gave away a, a bit of a, I don't know, a, a camp vibe. I never got that, though. I just got that kind of dressing up thing. We like dressing up and mucking around with our mates. Yeah. And now I find out they were mucking around with their mates behind the curtain. <laughs> Should have noticed the little globules in his tash, shouldn't I? Is that a thing? Yeah, but I didn't, you know, I don't care. I'll take people as I find them. Yeah. Great music. Yeah. You, I mean, you legitimately fucking love the village people, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah got, they've got, they got an handful of good singles, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He, he's got a voice as well. He really has. Yeah. Uh, oh, the main singer, was he? Was he Lever? No, he weren't Lever, was he? No, he was Was he Cop? Uh, no, he weren't Cop. Like Motorbike Cop. Oh, yeah. Was he, he? might have been. Cowboy, Red Indian, like kind construction of... Worker. Construction worker. Construction worker. Uh, leather man leather man with moustache soldier or am I thinking of that bloke with his cock out in zipper <laughs> <laughs> the lines are blurred <laughs> how many copies of zipper did you own one best of <laughs> how many birthday cards have you made me out of zipper lots <laughs> there's some good ones isn't there yeah that one who looks like Des Walker, the Nottingham Forest centre-back, pulling his arsehole apart. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, up ten places to number two. Um, she's a model and she's looking good. Do you remember seeing Crawford for the first time and thinking, that's a bit weird? 
I'll tell you when I first saw Kraftwerk, uh, Antonio had uh, hun, 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 on the autobahn, but that's obviously just that really fucking cool cover of like the blue like, sleeve with like the artwork, like, the, motor, the, the autobahn yeah. artwork on it. But I remember going in Gray's Library, uh, and it must have been radioactive, I think, and like and seeing them and thinking, what, what, hang on, yeah. like they look weird, like but not like you'd look at. The Cure or the Sisters of Mercy, and I think, oh, they're weird. Yeah, like that because that's more sort of contrived, isn't it? Whereas they just look like they'd fucking kill you at craft work, and like and wouldn't like zero void of emotion. Yeah, and like and they just looked a little bit too pale, and it was like, are they like like models? Yeah, or are like, they, yeah, like, that's, it was the showroom dummies thing. Wasn't yeah. it? it was like, are they are they mannequins? Are they people? Yeah, like, weird fucking yeah. They and just look and weird, and they look like their hair was made of plastic. And they've continued that, though, haven't they, in all different sort of variants over the years. Yeah, it's good that, though, isn't it's it? fucking brilliant. You see Crawford, didn't you? Yeah. Good. Yeah, Brixton Academy. Yeah it, was fucking, yeah, it was fucking amazing. It was good, and at the end, they all come up the front with their little boxes and was kind of adding the people in the front row who have a little twiddle. Yeah. <laughs> Is that computer love? Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh... Right, what else have we got? Um, get down on it, suck my helmet at number four. Whoa, whoa, Julie, don't you love me truly? That's right. shit, that, isn't it? Fucking rubbish. So, do, you, do you like any shaky? Nah. But n- nothing? <laughs> but Merry uh, Christmas, everyone. Uh, it ain't in me top ten Christmas songs. No, but do you like it? Not really. Oh, I, see, mean, I, I, was I, a like, kid, I like that. When I was a kid, I thought he was really fucking cool. Yeah, I thought he was cool. Like, bit of double denim, fucking spanking white trainers, yeah. bit of an Elvis fucking quiff, could dance. Yeah. And gonna leave this house no longer. I remember thinking that was fucking great. Green door, loved a bit of that. <laughs> fucking, what were the other ones? This old house. I sung that one. Did you? Yeah. Uh, come see about me. Have you just made that one up? No, he did that, didn't he? The Supremes one. And he done. I think. I think he did. And then a little bit later, lipstick, powder, powder and paint. paint. I can't hear the word lipstick without think, thinking about a dog's cock. Like when you hear Gary Barlow sing your lipstick mark on my coffee cup. I was just thinking, you shouldn't have left it on that low table there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing will give me more joy than seeing some little fucking basset fucking dry humping Barlow's coffee mug. Oh, him, and then him taking a sip like, yeah. yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and then after that, you know, what do you want to make those eyes at me for? Uh, Vic Reeves in the video for that one? He was, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a fan. Like, no, but I think that it was from a simpler time, wasn't it, Shaking Stevens? Yeah. Great name. Yeah. All right. What's his real name? Don't know. I have no fucking idea. And do you know what? I don't want to know. Don't look it up. I'm no. Not. I bet it's something like Ivor. <laughs> Ivor Stevens. He's, he's Welsh, though, isn't he? Shaking yeah. Stevens. Racist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there was a rumour, wasn't there, that. Um, yeah, Parkinson's. No. No? Why have you just pulled that from? Well, all the shaking. <laughs> that Duffy was his daughter. Begging me for mercy. Oh, was she? Apparently so. What, like, 
legit his daughter yeah. or, or he just spunked up someone's chuff and like found out years later it was the illegitimate child of shaking Steve. Do you reckon he went off quick because of all that shaking? <laughs> <laughs> he's straight on the vinegar strokes when he goes in. By the time he's undone that, Denim he's halfway home. <laughs> I love to know that that's that rumour around the industry. <laughs> Shaker used to go off proper quick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make them eyes at me. <clears throat> um, yeah, get down on it. It's that moment number four. Don't you want me Human League five? Um, we've spoke about a lot of these, but <clears throat> uh, up 26 places to number seven. Dead ringer for love, meatloaf. Yeah. Do you like any meatloaf records? Like, if 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 I had to listen to any meatloaf record, it would be Debringer for Love. But I wouldn't I wouldn't choose to listen to it. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's just a bit mainstream. Like, I sort of see why I see why people liked it. But like, I don't know. I just he's a bit of a cunt, meatloaf, and he? he's just like. Why do you reckon he's a bit of a cunt? All, all to do with being American. Mainstream loudmouth soft rock cunt, just, just all that. Yeah, you know you can't really pinpoint it, can you? Why well, do you know why he's a cunt? No, I thought you were going to tell me why. No, um, he's just he, 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 like I've got a bit of a problem with people that are larger than life. Who's larger than life? Kevin Hart. Like people that are larger than life are crying inside. And I think, like, Meatloaf, there's a little bit of him that's crying inside. And that's why he feels the need to be larger than life. But, you know, I wouldn't mind crying inside if I had all these fucking millions. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably got a lot of money, any he, Meatloaf? I, 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 would, I would swap, you know, what I've got to have his money and then it'd just be permanently ringing in my heart. They have said it. All right. Uh, right, have you got any songs that you want to talk about? Um. Yeah, altered Im- <laughs> altered images. I could be happy if we talked about that before. Oh, I'm sure we must have spoke we'll about, about altered images a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like. That's alright. I could be happy, happy. isn't it? It's fucking great. All of these things I do. It's good, isn't it? Is that turn away, turn away, yeah, yeah. No, that's it's fucking one. great. We saw her, didn't we? Me and Lee when we see OMD. Yeah, she, I didn't. she was supporting. Oh right, brilliant. Yeah, was it good? Was it? Huh? Good, was it? Yeah, it was good. It was better because you weren't there. Just like, you, you know, like how you sort of take over the conversation all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we just enjoyed the band that you just like keep going on about a tidy little muff in the 80s. <laughs> oh, I Did anyone have that. a tidier little muff than her in the 80s? I don't want I don't want this to be one of them podcasts where you only talk about women like for their sexual worth and like who had the tidiest muff and whether people have got wafty muffs. But on this occasion, I think it is Claire Grogan. So we could just like clear it up once and for all. Who had the tidiest muff of the eighties? Grogan. Grogan. Yeah. Better than Suzanne Mizzy's. Just don't know. I'm going. I'm sticking with Grogan. Like just fucking great A. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Is that all you've got to bring to the table? 
for music. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually haven't got any film. Oh, do you know what? Fucking hell. Right, so we talked about um, Brown Sauce uh, at 23. Right, this is weird. I want to be a winner. We talked about him last month. Mm. Do you know Cheggers is dead? Yeah. I forgot Cheggers was dead. Like, I haven't listened back to the podcast where we were talking about, but I'm still talking about Cheggers in the present tense. Cheggers is dead. And did you only find out that after Janice Long? No, no, no. I literally found out, like, yesterday when I was doing some research for this and Googled Brown Sauce again, and it said Cheggers Cheggers is a was on Wikipedia. Yeah. I'm sorry to anyone that's finding that out for for the first time, along with two members of Cool and the gang that I've killed off thinking they were Cool. But they were they were the other ones. But they're all dead. Everyone's fucking dead. He was a nice fella, Cheggers, wasn't he? He was all right, wasn't he? He wasn't a cunt like Noel Edmonds, was no, he? No, he wasn't. Like, you didn't find <coughs> Cheggers driving around in a fake taxi, picking up women and fucking them in the woods in Kent. You mentioned Bran. Um, Wedding Bells by Godley and Cream. Bran? Uh, was in the charts. You mentioned Bran Sauce. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, just as a fact, I've made a... a, a a link. I just want to talk about eighties weddings. Like, can you remember going to like any weddings in the eighties? That was like the last weddings I went to in the eighties. I haven't been to a wedding yeah. since the eighties. Um, yeah, I mean, like when you were a kid, weddings were fucking fantastic because you'd have your fucking farers on and your Lyle and Scott jumper, and you'd just be skidding across the fucking uh, skidding across the dance floor, wouldn't you? Um, and, and, and like all the, all the dads were in grey, single-breasted suits. Moustaches. Oh, fucking, yeah. Full on, like, a, a hole full of fucking Mickey Pierces. Yeah, and Boyces. Yeah. <laughs> See, my family were very much Mickey Pierces, but I know your family were Boyces. We've seen you Pierce and we've raised you a Boyce. <laughs> like, uh, but See, it's really weird. When I look back, I was never a page boy. Like, I don't even know if they're still a thing. But uh, but I remember when my cousins were always like um, like uh, you had a little brown velvet suit, right? So ev- wasn't that from being a page boy? No, the no. only time you'd have a brown velvet suit is from being a page boy. I'm dressed in brown in every fucking photo of me up until the age of about ten. But hold on, it was the seventies, like for the first seven years of your life. So that is consistent with every other kid, isn't it? I don't know. I just think like in every photo of me at weddings and that, and I just remember once. Like, my mum went to me, oh, you do look nice in brown. Fucking brown. There was only two colour clothes in the 1970s, and that was brown and beige. Yeah. And, like, coloured stuff come in in the 80s, didn't it? Yeah. When, like, people first saw the coloured test card, then coloured clothes come in shortly after that. Yeah. I'm just just dressed in fucking head-to-toe in brown. Um, Yeah, and it was. It was, like, I've got a memory of being at, like, a, a social club in Chadwell for a wedding... Uh, and I remember just sort of sitting there, and they had—I think it was called like Corona, like the the pop—and uh, and it had like I'm trying to think of what, what it was good in the eighties. Corona, wasn't it? It's yeah. Shit now, isn't it? And it had like, and, and I remember like they had like uh, little like bottles of Corona, like little bottles of uh, Corona cream soda. And I remember thinking, "Fucking hell, I'm yeah. living it here." And like, I had me bag of fucking KP cheese and onion, and was sitting there, and uh, and all I remember is. <laughs> and like true coming on and 
and my mum having a slow dance with my dad. And I remember just thinking, ugh, <laughs> that's horrid. Uh, was your dad was, having a bit of arse on that as well? Uh, I, I, I reckon my mum would have had like a red leather skirt on. And, uh, and like, <laughs> <laughs> proper barnet. There's people pausing this now and nipping off for a wait. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, and, and uh, where I was like almost like an only child because my brother was so much fucking younger than me. Like I never really had like a sibling that I could go and like dick around with. So like it was only really like sort of school parties that I got to fucking experience skids and stuff like yeah. that. Like. Family weddings. I never really got to fucking skid. And yeah. I, I guess a lot of people probably had their farrows on and were fucking skidding like 20 metres, but I'd literally fucking go on my velvet fucking brown trousers and just <laughs> literally got fucking sandpaper stop me in my tracks. But one of the other things I wanted to talk about, um, the Hill Street Blues theme was in the charts yeah. uh, in 1982. I remember thinking Hill Street Blues was on a lot later than 1982 because my dad bought the seven inch of that. Mike Post, I think it is, and yeah, and like uh, obviously there's a bit of sax in it, uh, but then it made me just think of American eighties TV shows. Give yeah. me your three favourite theme tunes. Sing them, and, and, we'll, and I'll guess them. Right off the top, I mean, you're springing this on me, so I'm gonna go. Ooh, the world don't move to, to the, the beat of just one drum. drum. What, what might be right, right for you may not, not be right, right for some. Oh, bloody brilliant! Different strokes, good shout. That one. Um, I want to have to. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So if I'm answering honestly, you'd have to be making the way in the world today. Takes everything you got. Getting a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Boom, boom, boom. And they're always glad you came. Can you remember when you were singing that with your headphones on on your BMX? One well, nearly got run over. <laughs> that keeps just. I remember. 
<laughs> he was singing it proper loud. And for some reason, you had massive fucking headphones on, like that you'd have in a stereo in the seventies. I remember you had them on in your Walkman. And all I remember is you just singing that at the top of your voice and nearly getting run over. <laughs> just some crazy leaning out of the Shut up, you stupid cunt. <laughs> that was along the Broadway, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was down Halfway Road. Oh, I don't know. It might have been another occasion. <laughs> yeah. I've got one for you. Is that the seventies? No, eighties. Hmm. That's fucking good. Uh, can you remember how heart to heart went? <laughs> when they got together, it was Moida. Moida. <laughs> this is the dog free week. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did that go? Uh, Oh, fuck, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. He uh, killed his wife, didn't he? Who, Lee Majors? No, Robert Wagner. Shoved her off a boat, Natalie Wood. What? Robert Robert Wagner. That's what they reckon. He killed Natalie Wood? Went out, went, they went out on a boat. She had a few to drink. I think he thought she was a bit of a cunt. Uh, there was just them two and one other person there, and she went missing over the side of the boat. And to this day, no one knows what actually happened. But, you know, on this podcast, I know we like to clear it up. It was Moida. It was Moida. Wow. <laughs> yeah, when they got together out on that boat. It was Moida. It was Moida. Fucking hell. He ain't going to sue us. He's dead now, isn't he? He ain't going to listen to fucking acceptable in the 80s. <laughs> Probably not. Just to clarify, that sort of behaviour was not acceptable in the 80s. No, no. I think that was the 60s, wasn't it? Chips. That was a good one. <laughs> that was. <laughs> A-team's good, isn't it? Oh, that is, isn't it? You, fuck... you used to use the start of that, didn't you, oh, to come so on for, for the probs gigs? Oh, fucking brilliant. Do you know that off by art, that? Uh, the, the, you know, she's run a crack commando unit for sent to prison for a crime they didn't commit. Today still wanted as soldier. Uh, today still wanted as soldiers of fortune. fortune. Yeah, today no. Today still wanted by the government. They survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem and no one else can help you, and you can find them, maybe you can hire. Serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great fucking interest, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay. Let's move on. Films. Fuck all. Yeah, no, there's nothing, is there? Nothing. We normally do films first, but I'm glad you've mixed it up this week. Yeah. Uh, oh, do we? Yeah, normally. Um, there's a film out called The Seduction. Was that on Movie Phone? Yeah. There was nothing on Movie There was one on Movie Web, and I hadn't heard of it. Yeah. Again, I had to go Movie Phone. Um, the Seduction. Uh, do you think you've ever been seduced? Um, no. No, no. I, I, I always like the idea of it. Yeah. But but no. Have you ever been seduced? You ain't been seduced. <laughs> Fuck off. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> because, of the, no, you ain't been seduced because you're just like, yes, whatever. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like, like, to be seduced, you have to have some resistance. But, like, I remember you'd like you'd just have your pants and trousers around your ankles at the slightest bit of interest. <laughs> <laughs> I had, um... No, you haven't been seduced. No, no. I haven't been. No, I've been. I tell you what, I've been right once. Right, I've been pulled once. Have you? Yeah. And I must have told you about this. Like I was at the brush. Uh, must have been like 
early, like, I don't know, 93, something like that. No. I read about 94, 95. Uh, and I was with Champion and Garwood. No, Champion and Bollocks. Uh, and I was just literally just in between DJing. And this like girl come up to me. With like, and she had like dreads. So I remember like, I've seen her in the club a few times. She just went, can I buy you a drink? No one's ever said that to me. or Not even ever... any of your mates? No. <laughs> like, but like girls don't walk up. I mean, I've never gone up to a girl and said, can I buy you a drink? I have not got that confidence. Have you? No, I would never have done that, no. no. And I remember just being like blown away that like, because also, you normally went out with about three quid. So if you'd offered to buy someone a drink, that's you fucked for the rest of the night. I've still got like a quarter of a bottle of uh, warm diamond light. Uh, diamond have a swig of that, love. Over there, at quite the bottom of Quarry Hill, if you want to go over there and finish that off. Um, but yeah, obviously, not, none of us really had any fucking money, did we? Yeah. Like, uh, like, we weren't taking... If we went out with girls, we was never like going out on a date, was we? We was never taking them to a restaurant. Lay-by, maybe. <laughs> a restaurant lay-by. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, and I remember like she said, "Can I buy you a drink?" I was like, "Yeah, all right." And like, but she was really lovely, uh, and was we, we, sort of chatting to her. Turned out she was a nurse. Uh, and uh, anyway, so she said, oh, "Do you and your mates want to come back to mine?" This sounds like a story from a wank mag. No, it's not. No, it's it's really not. <laughs> this is fucking true. Bollocks and and uh, and champion will verify it, right? So we've gone back there to South End. And uh, and she was there, and she had a mate with her. And, uh, and and so as soon as we got there, like I don't know what happened, but I ended up upstairs with this nurse. Uh, and and nothing like like we we weren't having it off or anything, but we was having a kiss and a cuddle. And then like the doorbell rang uh, at like fucking four o'clock in the morning, like. Bollocks and Champion and this other girl were sitting downstairs watching telly, like keeping an army record. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you and your fucking record boxes. And, uh, and I just remember like this girl just going, oh shit, it's my boyfriend. And I was like, now what? Now this sounds like a Robin Asquith film. <laughs> yeah, so I climbed out the window. <laughs> like, no. Uh, and I was like, what? And, uh, and I went, what's he live here? And she went, no, no, no. He's just a bit protective. Like he, he knows that I've been out. So he's cut. And I was like, Fucking hell. And uh, and I said, like, is, does he come to the club? And she went, no, no, no. Like, like oh, you might know him. And he said his name. And I was like, oh, I'm not, oh I've heard of him. He's, like, he's a fucking, he was a drug dealer and he was a fucking lunatic. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. And uh, so I've gone back downstairs. And she went, oh, I'll get rid of him. And I was like, yeah. And uh, so she went, I'm just going to go for a little walk with him. And like, and I'll, I'll be back in a minute. And I was like, yeah, all right, yeah. And so, like... The minute I, she's out the door. Like, the minute she was out the door, like, I think, like... Off the window ledge, trousers on, like, record boxes in the back of the Ford Escort estate, doors locked, <laughs> champion of bollocks running after you down the road as you speed away. Ain't far off. <laughs> right. But I remember going downstairs and, uh, uh, and bollocks and champion was just, like, half asleep. Like, because obviously they got the wrong end of the fucking deal having to get a lift to the club with me. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, uh, I said, uh, who, um, who, 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 anyone got any fags? And like, and I knew that they didn't. And, and I was like, I'll, I'll pop up the garage and get some fags. Like, uh, 
do you want to come with us? And they're both like, nah. And I was like, come on. Like, come on. And I remember this girl just going, I'll come with you if you want. I went, nah, you better stay here and keep an eye on me. No! <laughs> I just remember, like, in the end, I was like, like when you like, really open your eyes wide. Yeah. And I was like, uh, bollocks, come on. And he was like, oh, all right. And like, <laughs> And then as we got up <laughs> to pop to the garage to get some facts, I picked up both my massive record boxes. <laughs> she was like, oh, they'll be all right here. I was like, oh, I'd never leave them out me sight, you know, the tools of the trade and that. And I like, so literally got in the car, hit the fucking locks, was fucking out of there. I was like, oh, fucking hell. And obviously, Saffin, that was a long old drive home at four o'clock in the morning, having them two just going, fucking hell. Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, all the way home. How many times do you reckon you've got in your car and locked the door? I, do you know, I do it every week. I do it every week when I get in my car at the end of the night after the club, just in case there's any bodies waiting for me. Yeah. Like, are you that much of a cunt? No. No, but there are cunts out there. Yeah. And like, but I just get in my car and I just think, oh, I'll just hit the, the locks. Yeah, I, I oh. used to do that after DJing in King's yeah. Cross. Just get, get in the car, thing in the boat. Get in the car, lock the door. Yeah. Just in case. And like, but I don't think I've like... We lock, we lock the doors. So we had this... Uh, <clears throat> we'd been asked to DJ at this club. I'm sure we must have fucking talked, talked about this, yeah. We'd been asked to DJ at Chinneries in South End. And I can't... Who, rem- who asked us to fucking do it? I can't remember it the circumstances a... that led to it. He'd got involved in a fanzine or something this fella, and he'd just come out of Nick, uh, and he was like, I'm going to put a, like, a club night on. And and we was like, oh, all right, yeah. Because we must have been DJing somewhere else, and so he'd... I think he'd got in touch Oh, was we through... doing blow-off? Yeah, it might have been that, or through maybe the probs or something like that. Yeah. And uh, But he'd, he'd facilitated us to do this club night on the seafront in South End, hadn't he? And... Uh, and at that time, we'd say yes to any old club night, wouldn't we? Yeah. The thought that we might be able to make 20 quid each, we would have been all over it, wouldn't we? Yeah. So, so we turned up on the first night, didn't we? Mm. And like, there hadn't been a lot of promotion, had there? What would you reckon there were, like a dozen people? Over the whole of the night, yeah. And there, Most there, of them went at about 10. But there was that one woman who was insane, who just danced the whole night on her own. Like, had, like, way too much makeup on, like, badly applied makeup, looked like a fucking serial killer. And doing that fucking Tales from the Unexpected style dance to, like, indie music around the dance floor. Really fucking horrible night, that. And so we got to, we got to, what, like, one o'clock or fucking, like, I, I midnight it, or one o'clock? I think it was one, and it was meant to go till two, wasn't it? And there was, like, no one in there. So... So I just sort of said to the couple of people that were left, like, we're gonna we're gonna wind it up now, uh, <laughs> and so so we can all just fuck off home. And I I literally fucking barely finished that sentence, and the doorman were just on us, weren't they? Yeah. Went, what the fucking hell do you think you're doing? Because I'd, I'd I'd stop the CD. What the fucking hell do you think you're doing? And they're like scr- one of them scrabbling around under the fucking thing to put on another C- CD. We're just going on. There's no one here. And uh, put another CD on. And the other one's like scrabbled around. He's found a CD. He's put it in. And it's gone. Doom, 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 doom. And he's Alana Miles. He's black velvet. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's like they were going to actually fucking lump us, wasn't it? Yeah. In hindsight, <clears throat> now, 
I realised that they wanted their extra fucking eight quid an hour to work till two. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, I didn't realise that at the time. No, no, no. <clears throat> but they were really fucking angry. And I think, like, did we do another hour? No, I, th- I think we'd done, a, we'd done a token. We'd done a token amount. And then the bloke who booked us come up and uh, held his hand out like he was going to give us some money and he'd give us £2.50 each. <laughs> and then he fucking clapped his hands together and went, I know it's been a bit dry tonight, but Porsche's all round next week as he gave us this £2.50. And I just remember, like, we got our record boxes. And when we say these record boxes, like, imagine an album. And so imagine, like, it held, like, maybe 50 of them. So they were, And then we had another one. My one that I had all my singles in had three rows of singles in. It was fucking massive. It was the size really, of a telly and they, really yeah, fucking heavy. Yeah, they were really fucking... They were like an old TV, weren't yeah. they? Like, that, that sort of size. And uh, you... Did, did we have four boxes between us? Because I remember you always going... Big box, little box, clip box, box dirt, dirt box. box. Yeah. <laughs> and we got big box, little box, clip box, dirt box in the back of the car. Got in the car and locked the fucking doors. But do you not remember when we was walking out the corridor at a club? I remember just thinking, I'm waiting to get punched get on the back, the back of the, of the edge. edge yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Did we stop for a little fucking sandwich on the way home that night? For a Bobby sandwich. Uh, no, it was Bobby's crisps and a fucking pre-packed egg mayo. Like, I don't think we was feeling that fucking elated. We was probably quite happy, to be honest, to be out of there. Yeah. And I remember we, when we he was definitely like, would have, we would have stopped and spent our 250 Porsches all round. We didn't go back there, did we? I only know one instance of someone getting paid less than that, and that was, was that your brother got paid £1.50? Yeah, at the Lunar Club. <laughs> it's a shit business. It is a shit business. Uh... Right, so what else was there on films? There weren't a lot. Uh, I was just looking at like all, so many of them, like martial arts films, were coming yeah. out in that year. And I didn't, I hadn't done martial, I hadn't done karate then. I think it was after the karate kid that, that yeah. I decided I was going to go and uh, learn karate. But I always remember like wanting to do judo. Like, I remember, like, because when you'd have a fight as a kid, you'd sort of hold each other's shoulders and try and trip each other up, wouldn't you? Yeah. That was your first kind of, like, uh, entry level in the sort of fighting at school. And I remember my first, like, proper fight was with Paxman. Oh, really? Like, I was with Paxi, yeah. And, like... He was, like, the smallest kid on my football team. Did you pick on him? No, well, no. We, we'd had PE that day. It would have been first-year senior. And... Uh, and 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 we've been playing rugby, and I think like I didn't know how to tackle him properly, so I sort of just tripped him up. Yeah. And he got really angry, and like and shouted at me, and we were like proper best mates at like junior school and stuff. And like, I was like, oh fuck. And like and then it was like saying out in between us, he just went round school that like yeah, uh, Whiffy's fighting Paxi. Oh, uh, if, if you had the slightest beef or disgruntlement yeah. with anyone, one of the cunts. Would fucking make sure that it, the whole school knew that you were having a fight at lunchtime. Over the dipping, over the dipping after school. Oh, was it? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm fighting Paxi, and it was like, oh, he's beating me, mate. <laughs> I don't want to have a fight <laughs> with Paxi. Uh, and all I remember is like him sort of turning up, and both of us were just sort of standing there in front of each other, and it was like, oh, I don't want to have a fight, and he didn't want to have a fight. Everyone's turned up since, but then, then don't fucking disappoint the punters. Like, and I think we had like a, pr- a like a fucking proper brief wrestle, but like, I think it might have started. No, like when 
two blokes at school don't want to have a fight. Someone will just push someone in the back and they'll just go flying into the other one. That was my fight over there. It's like, like some, someone someone just shoves you in the back yeah. in, into someone. Just shoves you in the back and shouts, do him. Yeah. And like... <laughs> uh, and yeah, and I think we had like a wrestle for a couple of minutes and then like, I think he just like stopped. I don't think he even broke it up. I think he just stopped and it was just like, yeah, 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 Patsy done ya. And I was like, what? <laughs> And I was like, and then the next day he's running at school and he's like, you heard you got done by Paxi last night. And I was like, oh, fucking <laughs> I hell. I didn't know you got done by Paxi. <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird because we were fucking mates. Like, but yeah, it was just like one of Paxi, anything... if you're listening, nice one. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was like, do you know what? Obviously, I see him at my school reunion. Had a proper old catch-up with him. He's a fucking good egg, he's Paxi. Is that why you've been doing all that fucking mixed martial arts for the rematch? Yeah, I'd had too many drinks by the time I got to my school reunion. <laughs> I'd be able to fucking <laughs> pull, pull that off. samurai sword and cut his arm off. <laughs> no, but I remember, like, you know, it's just... It doesn't matter if, like, you, you, you don't want to... Uh, uh, any kind of inkling as a scrap the flames are fanned throughout the whole day at school. It will happen. Like I remember when like, or not. Antonio had a, had a scrap with Moon and like, and it was like something had happened on the bus where I think Moon had given it a large because he was with a couple of the older kids. Well, he was probably on the bus. Yeah. And like, and then I just remember like, uh, like Lee come in in the morning. He was like, said to me like, cause he used to get off the bus and like go in with me. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do Shasha after school. Oh no, it was lunchtime. And then like it went fucking what I mean it was like first years. And like and I remember like Moon had gone up the shops with all the yard kids, like from like a few years older. And like and like the rest of the school literally walked out by like the, the, the school gates. And then like Moon come like running down with like all of these older kids. And then like just sort of like proper like fucking brave art just come running down with all these fucking tough lads. And it was like, oh shit, this is gonna go off. And then when he got there, I don't think he'd thought that far ahead. Yeah. I think Lee just belted him once in the face and he went, sorry, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Antonio done moon. Right. But yeah, school fights, fucking brilliant. Uh, right. Television? Got anything for TV? No. I haven't done that much prep this month. I've got, I've got as far as Lulu's minge. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Wink. <laughs> right, so TV. Third uh, of January was the uh, final edition of the Generation Game to uh, be presented by um, Shut That Door, uh, Larry Grayson. All oh, right. Can you remember watching that? Um, I definitely would remember uh, seeing Larry Grayson on TV, but I don't. I don't remember what what it would have been. In. It was Isla Sinclair, the fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely have seen that then. Yeah. Like, I remember really liking Larry Grayson. I remember thinking he was proper funny. Yeah, he was all right, wasn't he? I, I mean, I, I can't really remember. Obviously, it was uh, 30 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I had nothing against, Larry Gra- nothing against Larry Grayson. I've got his autograph up on me wall in the pub. Oh. All my other 70s entertainers. Did he say shut that door in between? No. No? Oh. No, he didn't do the catchphrase when he signed it. Just put his name. Come on, Larry. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, come on. Up your game, mate. Like, what else is he famous for? 
Really good game? No, it wasn't, was it? No. Nice to see it. Oh, no, it wasn't. Nothing for... Oh, no, it wasn't me, was it? But you only need one. If you've got a good catchphrase, you only need one. Why did Brucey have so many? Because they were like they were a bit weak, weren't they? Nice to see you to see you nice. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Perhaps he just had a wealth of wealth of riches. Yeah, you're a good audience. So much better than last week's. Are you a fan of Brucey? He was all right, wasn't he? He wasn't one of the U Tree lot, was he? No. Not one mention of him in U Tree. Speaking of chins, um, match of the day was on. Uh, uh, every Saturday, uh, hosted then by Jimmy Hill. <laughs> Who had the longest head, Brucey or, or, or Jimmy Hill? Jimmy Hill. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Like, Hill had the longest chin, but did he have the longest head? Yeah, it was like, I reckon it's the same size as a marrow. He literally was like a fucking canoe with eyes. Like. <laughs> 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 But uh, did you like you... Jimmy or did you think he was a cunt? Uh, he made some very fucking strange uh, comments about some of the things that happened uh, at Hillsborough that I weren't a particular fan oh, of. Oh, did he? But, uh, so did Alan Davies. He, I think Alan Davies is a cunt. What, the bloke from Jonathan Creek? Yeah. Yeah, he just sort of said that people should get over it and all that kind of thing. Really? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. I, I don't think he's the nice guy he makes out. He's, I think he might be a cunt as well. Cool. I think he might be worse than Jimmy Hill in a lot of ways. Bloody hell. Yeah. I don't, I, I, you know, I, I can't quote it exactly. Oh dear. <laughs> oh fucking hell. I can't quote exactly, but I did read something about it and think, oh fucking hell, mate, like, you, you fucking judge that one wrong. It, it was basically like people need to, need to get over it and, and, and get on with things. That probably happened when they get a bit of justice. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, Jimmy Hill... I don't know if I knew who Jimmy Hill was when I started stroking my chin and going, Jimmy Hill. Yeah, I I, I think I would have known who Jimmy Hill was. I wouldn't have used that out of context. So, because there were so many... I want to rattle off some variants because different locations have different ones. Chinny Reckon. Chinny Reckon, I never really said. A lot of them... A lot of them just make me think of Kellers, who we used to knock about with when we were kids. I reckon he, I reckon he is responsible for over half of the ones that we'll come up with. His signature one, two flakes ice cream cone. Oh, see, when I think of it, you got two two flakes ice cream cone. The two <laughs> the two flakes are your finger and your thumb going down either side of your face, and as you go ice cream cone, you, you make twist. a conical twist at the bottom of your chin. It's a fucking good one. Two flakes. Do you reckon he invented that? Yeah. Fair yeah. play. And I also reckon he invented Yarsh. <laughs> Yarsh. Def- I've never I heard forgot about else- Yarsh. I've never heard anyone else say Yarsh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I, I ain't thought about Yarsh, but fucking, I'm going to start using that again. <laughs> Yarsh. Do you remember him doing the typewriter? Oh dear, how did he not get punched in the face more? Fucking hell, Yarsh? Sunny boy. Oh, Sunny boy. See, I always think that is another one I I, I imagine Keller's Keller's doing. Shunny boy. Shunny boy. It was that shh instead of the shunny boy. 
Oh, I'm definitely going to start going, Yosh, every time someone tells a lie now. That's fucking brilliant. What other, you got any others? Chinny reckon Jimmy Hill, Sunny Boy. Chinny Chin Chin, was that one? Yep. But do you think it all stemmed from Jimmy Hill? They were all chin-based, like, you'd either be mentioning a chin or you'd be doing some kind of action on your chin. Why was there no Brucey-based ones? Don't know. But because it was perhaps his was like more the length of his head than the length of his chin. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about Brucey. He had a very long head. <laughs> there was a lot of chin there. It was a lot of chin. Yeah. Was it Jimmy Jimmy's beard accentuated? His, I, I don't know whether he drew, grew his beard to hide his chin, but it in fact worked in the opposite drew way. Attention and ex- to it. Accentuated it, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Is he, is he dead, Jimmy? Hill? He's deader than Cheggers. Because I knew he was dead. And I only just found out Cheggers was dead again. Peter Davidson made his first full appearance as the fifth Doctor in Doctor Who. He's not dead. Um, Doctor Who's rubbish. You don't like Doctor Who, do you? Do you? No, no, I, I liked it. Um, I liked it sort of when I, you know, for a while when it was Tom Baker uh, when I was a kid. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was a Doctor Who fan. I didn't kind of... When they changed Doctors, who was after... Was it Peter Davidson or was it Colin Baker after Tom Baker? I just kind of... I just sort of... Tom Baker, I think, went into Davidson. <laughs> Not in a gay way. No. <laughs> that would have been a good way to change, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I sort of went off. Well, I just I didn't like the idea of a different actor coming in and playing that part. I was the same with Jason Donovan at first, but I kind of warmed to him. In what? Neighbours. He was he was the second Scott, wasn't he? Oh yeah. He was dishy though, wasn't he, Jason Donovan? Yeah, but the other Scott was dishy. I would have. I can't remember. I can't remember what he looked like. Because I always there was a Shane, wasn't there as well in the early days, wasn't there? Shane. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah, like, who was shot? Was he the was he the older brother? I think so. Yeah, no, Henry was the older brother, wasn't he? Was he? Henry Ramsey, Scott Ramsey. Yeah, Henry was the older brother, I think. So who was Scott? Uh, who was the other? Who was Shane? Don't know. Shane Ramsey was he? Was Must he... have been. Don't know what happened to him. Rack off, Ramsey. Rack off, Ramsey. Perhaps he racked off. <laughs> he, he's probably <laughs> racked off. 
Yeah, never fucking liked Doctor Who. Just thought it was like again, we were talking earlier about Marvel and DC, and how we that weren't our generation. And like when you're baptized with Star Wars, was he a Robinson? Scott, Scott Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Henry Ramsey. <laughs> Shane Ramsey. Yeah. So yeah. Shane, was, oh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, because like Jim was a. Jim Robinson. Jim Robinson. Madge Ramsey. Was it Madge Ramsey? Well, it had become Madge Bishop, didn't it? Yeah. Good point, it neighbours. Helen Robinson. Was she a Robinson? Yeah. Paul Robinson. Yeah. Paul Robinson. Did it make you feel good? <laughs> I met him, didn't I, in Charing Cross Road one time, and I got his autograph on an aspirin packet. How was Stefan Dennis? He was all right, yeah. Yeah. He was wearing like this kind of like woolly jumper, like Joel's Brandriff. Yeah, he was perfectly, he was perfectly nice, much nicer than Andy Fletcher from Depeche Mode. The time it's me and Andy met him. Hell, let it go. Oh, he's such a cunt, though. Just, like, I just wish he could have been a bit more Paul Robinson. Like Paul Robinson was a cunt in the show, yeah. but in real life, he was actually perfectly serviceable celebrity, like nice guy. Yeah, Andy Andy Fletcher, like you know, appears to be a perfectly normal, serviceable member of a band. But then when, when you meet him in real life, he's just a fucking cunt. It's just a, like, just a thoughtless, horrible cunt who just like, even when there's someone in a Depeche Mode t-shirt, just sort of kills their dreams a little bit. And just, yeah, it took me a long while before I could listen to any of his records again. Not that he was playing on them because he was just doing their accounts and that by that point. Well, but, at least you're over it now. Well, I've just got to keep talking about it because it's the policy of truth, isn't it? Correct. Correct. He wouldn't enjoy the silence. <laughs> I think he would. Um, yeah, Doctor O, that can get in the bin. Uh, Let's Pretend uh, launched, which run from 82 to 88. Oh, it's... I've got a vague memory of Let's Pretend. Who, who was on Let's Pretend? No one. Just like free, like fucking jazz hand fucking actors. What did they have to do? They made stuff like the, the 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 opening credits are like this kind of like caterpillar thing, like oh, it's it was just drab. I, I looked up on YouTube today, and I was like, fucking hell! Like, how did that run for so long? It was just fucking jank. And like, yeah, but there was a lot of like, why don't you was like just a fucking well, show about fuck. Do you like a bit of why don't yeah. you? Yeah. Why don't you just switch off the television set? Go do something. That's not that song, is it? Yeah, is that song? Yeah. Go do something for it. Sitting in bed. What's the evening? Turn it off. It's no good, good for me. you. Why don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I remember thinking that was all right because it was just like a load of fucking kids, wasn't it? Mucking about. It was boring. It was like fucking Blue Peter made by kids. It's the only way Blue Peter could have got shitter was if it was actually made by kids. <laughs> uh, also launching in 1982, uh, more jazz hand pricks, uh, Emu's World. I don't remember Emu's World. I, 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 what? I, I don't remember. I, when I think of Rod Hull and Emu, I think of him falling off the roof adjusting his TV aerial or or in the pink windmill. There's somebody at the door. <laughs> What is that? No, that was called the Pink Windmill, wasn't it? Emu's World, no. No, I think Emu's World must have been a precursor to the Pink Windmill. Oh. It must have been. I think the Pink Windmill only happened in the later 80s with grot bags and that. Yeah. I don't think she was there in the early 80s. Oh, right. Oh, well, that's what I'm basing all this on. 
What, like, what, this next section? No, just the pink windmill. Oh, I thought you had a whole factually inaccurate section you were about to do. No, well, that whole thing of like a load of fucking <laughs> chirpy cunts, like kids just going, there's somebody at the door. Yeah. There's somebody, like, fuck off. Did somebody you like not... Emu when it was just Rod Hull basically grabbing people's bollocks on chat shows in the 1970s? I think I did. Yeah. I think I did. Yeah. It was like, you've just got a really fucking angry man that... <laughs> It's very, very frustrating. Yeah. And needs to just fucking let people have it. We could do with a rod hole in society nowadays. Yeah. Just going on fucking telly and just fucking letting a few people have it. I, I personally would like to just see, oh, like, I think two of my least favourite shows on TV are Graham Norton's chat show and Jonathan Rossi's chat show. And I think they'd be much improved by a bit of failed entertainer just grabbing people by the bollocks. And I'm putting myself forward for that role. <laughs> Little cunt. Little cunt. <laughs> oh, Gotta sew in my mouth. Be fucking good. Go on, go, go on James Corden show. Uh, and yeah, uh, 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 let, let him have it. And then, uh, I don't know. Well, Piers Morgan ain't really on the telly anymore, is he? Oh, I know. What's he doing now then? I don't care. He's going to be our Prime Minister. You know that, didn't you? No, he's not. Look, look what happened with Trump in America. Piers uh, fucking Morgan. Yeah, because it's not it's not about fucking truth or integrity anymore. And fuck me, like that is someone who is not about truth or integrity. He tells people exactly what they fucking think, and he tells and, and then he reaffirms what they think. Fucking hell! I, I could I could see look look at fucking Johnson. Like there'll, there'll be someone else. It'll, there'll be like an Avram Grant after Johnson, who's just fucking minding minding the fucking thing. And at some point, Piers Morgan's going to be the fucking Prime Minister. I've just got a horrible fucking feeling in the pit of my ball bag that that's going to happen. Well, I hope you're wrong. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's meant to be a nostalgia podcast rather than a dystopian future one. <laughs> I, want to, I want to go back to the pink windmill and the fact that... that we all do now. No, I know. Off. I know. And like... Imagine the reality of it, right? Imagine us and our mates, right? Like, you know, all, all our like, little gang of mates at, like, 12 years old, 13, 14, whatever. He weren't a nonce, Rod no, he's I didn't say that. He rodded legitimate holes. <laughs> uh, Rod Hull. What a fucking, it's a porn star name, isn't it? It's yeah. as good as it gets. <laughs> but, like, I reckon... Rod. That's a good name, that, isn't it? Was we talking about Rod, Jane and Freddie? Yeah. Yeah. Rod. <laughs> it's the sexiest name, isn't it, Rod? Yeah. Yeah. It does what it says on the tin. Rod Stewart. He rodded a lot, of, oh, didn't fucking he? Fucking hell. There I'd like many... to see him, Rod Stewart. <laughs> oh, do you reckon he's rodded more, more... I reckon he might have had the most, like, had it off the most in the world. We've, If you're talking leggy blondes... Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Who's going to get anywhere near him? What, add it off with more leggy blondes? Or, or just add it off more? Joel had Brinkley, but like fucking Rod, just fucking all of them. He's, he, he's just been smashing it, hasn't he, since the 60s, Rod Stewart? Yeah. When he's he been through them all, hasn't he? He asked the question, yes, they did find him sexy. Yeah. And what did he do? He, he only asked that question because he knew the answer was yes. Yeah. But like, you, you know... He casted it out there. Look what he reeled in. Mm. Fanny. <laughs> he can't wash that off his fingers, can he, Rod Stewart? His fingers stink. When he's out handling all them little model trains and stuff, he has to wear, like, rubber gloves. 
Some of them vintage trains oh, yeah. will perish if the fucking... <laughs> they would, just the croutons of fanny batter. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, if, if we was in that pink windmill and, like, and someone knocked on the door, what do you think our response would be? We'd just go and get the door, wouldn't you? Well, I wouldn't. I'd wait, I'd let someone else do it. Or you could just, like... Let someone know that there was someone at the door by making a little song about it. And then you just all like form a little conga and dance around. If if you were that person outside the door, I think you'd be more cheesed off, wouldn't you? Just like the fact there's this whole hullabaloo going on on the other side of the door. Pissing down my fucking <laughs> rain out here, open the door. Yeah. But that oh, was in I the just da- want you a fucking sign for this parcel. That was in the days before Amazon delivery drivers getting paid 30p a fucking parcel. Yeah. So. That's why times have changed. Piers Morgan's Prime Minister, there's an Amazon delivery driver on fucking 15p an hour waiting outside the door. I long for the days of the pink windmill now. Fucking hell. Is there a gayer building than the pink windmill? Sounds like a proper spunk fest. Not somewhere you'd have kids. <laughs> it's like a gay harvester. <laughs> Work at the pink toothbrush. Oh, of course, yeah, there is. Um, News. The Commodore 64 is launched in January 1982 uh, by Commodore International uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, It becomes the all-time best-selling single personal computer model. Not in my household. It was the Acorn Electron. Some fucking fat liar at swimming told me mum would get me (laughs) <laughs> I love the fact that he fucking done that. I'm sitting there fucking, literally fucking blown away looking at the future on my fucking Commodore 64 with all its fucking amazing graphics and fucking vast array of available games. Yeah. And you're sitting there and playing with your little fucking acorn with Waiting fucking 15 minutes for to do a load up. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, have you have you still got your acorn electron? Uh, I believe so, but I've not booted it up for a few years. Yeah. Like, did you used to boot it up so you could play Mr. Do? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that went from the Atari... What was it? You know, whatever the fucking Atari was. Yeah. Uh, and then got the Acorn Electron. We purely got it for fucking games. I mean, I'd, I'd done one... I think I'd done one thing where I animated a little Space Invader moving across the screen. Yeah. But... But then the rest of the time just played games on it. But it was it it was it was a bit of a downgrade from the Atari because although the games were better, you had to fucking put a tape in and wait about ten minutes. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. And like the fucking Atari was the bollocks. I never had one. Like I was a bit jealous of yours, but. Uh, it weren't like you even let me borrow it when you went to Disneyland. Like I would have fucking looked after that when you was out in Disneyland for a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, I can't. Like, I didn't know if I was coming home. <laughs> Record lows of cold. Uh, what? It was one of the coldest Januaries. Uh, in... Fuck! It weren't colder than when we went to Paris. That's my next thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've literally got fucking record lows of cold and then Paris. Uh, so have we spoke about our Paris trip? 
Yeah. Have we spoke about how cold it was? I, I, I believe so, but like, I'm, I'm just hoping that people drink when they listen to this podcast and so they're as forgetful as we are when we actually fucking do it. Cause you, yeah, we have, because people would have mentioned your fighting gloves. Rod Stewart could have fucking done yeah. with them. Uh, they smelled like Rod Stewart had been wearing them when I come up to Paris. Do you think our blokes don't wear coats? Yeah. Like, yeah, because if you're the kind of mug that wears a fucking jacket in cold weather and you get in a tear-up in a pub car park, someone will pull that over your head yeah. and fucking give you an idem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I obviously wear a jacket in the, in the cold weather, but, you know, I'm the kind of bloke that people eat in a pub car park. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's some jackets that are exempt? There's jackets that make you look harder. A sheepskin, you wouldn't fuck around with a bloke in a sheepskin, would you? No. Uh, and a brand shorts or crop leather jacket you wouldn't mess around with. Unless it was Castle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah like a Terry McCann. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, they come in grey sometimes, them. Like, Although I don't reckon your mobility for belting someone in a sheepskin would be great, would it? <laughs> no. Like, you wouldn't have a good... You you wouldn't be able to hit anyone in front of you. You'd only be able to hit people, like, to the side because yeah, you yeah. can't get your hands in front of you in a sheepskin. But I reckon they're, they're an hefty jacket, aren't they? I reckon, like, you've got to probably put a bit more fucking weight on your punch because, like, you literally got fucking your, your body and a sheep. Yeah. As, like, as, <laughs> literally. Yeah, but as long as they're to the side of you, because you can't get your hands in front of you. If someone was coming at me in a sheepskin, yeah. I'd let them come towards me. Yeah. I'd go low, I'd get them like waist high, and I'd shove them in the nearest river, and they'd just drown. Like imagine that sheepskin when it starts to take on water, and you're trying to undo them yeah, big buttons. Yeah, you're fumbling, yeah, fumbling, fumbling with the buttons. Yeah, yeah. You're literally going to fucking end up fucking yeah, yeah washed up in a ditch, looking like a giant tampon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, uh, well, speaking of fucking tear-ups, this is what we're going to finish on today, um, looking at sport. Oh, well, I, 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 can, can we, I, I did have something for, for world events. Can I mention that? Yeah. There's, there's you a... always wait until I go, right, and now we'll finish up now. But I didn't know you were wrapping up. And I've already asked you if you've got anything else. You said, no, you've done no research. No, you said, have you got any TV? And I said, right, no. Okay, come on then, news. Oh, were you neatly seeking onto something to finish? Ah, <laughs> oh, I fucked it. No, no, I no. fucked up the ending. Not at all. Not at all. Go on, what you got? Uh, I've got a couple of things. Uh, on the 20th of January, 1982, Ozzy Osbourne bites the head off a bat on stage in Iowa. Fucking hell. Legendary rock and roll fucking behaviour. Has there been any, any more rock and roll action than getting... A creature that you could fundamentally catch a disease off, and if you know the powers that be were to be believed, caused coronavirus, and while he's still alive, biting the head off it on stage in front of an arena full of people, is there anything more rock and roll than that? George Michael getting his plunkus up by a copper. <laughs> is that rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't get his, he didn't get his plonker sucked either, did he? He was cu- fucking fumbling himself a semi at the urinal and then it turned out it was some, some fucking copper like pretending to have a wank next to him. That's not rock and roll, is it? That's just... It's just fucking shameful. But he owned it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. 
He really did. Um, I could, yeah, I mean, you've got to be on a lot of drugs to do that, haven't you? Not wank off a copper, like, yeah. uh, bite the head off a fucking, like, a bird or whatever it was. Bat. A bat, sorry. Like, yeah, that's fucking bananas. Yeah, it's bananas, isn't it? I love it that he's some bloke from Birmingham as well. That's the fucking thing that's really cool with Ozzy. I think, like... When like the Osbournes come out and it you know was one of the biggest fucking shows in the world then wasn't it and and it just like gave a completely different perspective on Ozzy. He become like a fucking like a household name rather yeah. than just like a rock god. Uh, and then every time like he'd open his mouth, Sharon, and like you just get this like <laughs> brummy accent. It's like that's sounding West great. Indian. Like, <laughs> you're both racist. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking... He must be really fucking old now, Ozzy. Yeah, but everyone is, isn't they, that, that was from back in the day. People from the 80s are 60, and he was from the fucking 70s, wasn't he? So he's got to be fucking... He's got to be knocking on 70 now, hasn't he? I would have thought so, yeah. The other thing I had was um, in 2000... Sorry, I'm just pouring this fucking beer, and I don't want to... I'm trying to concentrate on reading my notes. Oh, look at the fucking head on that. It's ridiculous. Two inch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's like it's, it's a two-inch head on a fucking glass of beer. Um, so, on the 11th of January 1982, Mark Thatcher goes missing uh, oh. in the Paris-Dakar rally. Do you remember Thatcher? In the Sahara? Yeah. Yeah. That was like big news, wasn't yeah. it? Like, and then he was ridiculed forever, wasn't he, for being a donut, basically. Well, he, like, he was, but then I, I was looking at his Wikipedia. Because do you remember him fucking, like, getting involved in some coup of an African country? So this is what I found on Wikipedia. In 2005, he was convicted and given a four-year suspended prison sentence and fined in South Africa for funding the 2004 Equatorial Guinea coup d'etat attempt. So they basically tried to fucking take over an African country. He, he funded a military takeover of an African country. Like, what a cunt. And, uh, and then after his father's death, this is something I only found out off Wikipedia yesterday, along with Cheggers dying. After his father's death in 2003, he became Sir Mark Thatcher and succeeded the Thatcher Baronetcy, a hereditary title which had unusually been given to his father in 1990. Right, so... He's now Sir Mark Thatcher. He just inherited the Sir. Done nothing to win it. No, he's just some he's some cunt that fucking can't drive across a desert without going missing and then tries to take over an African country. And whose mum broke up society and he's a fucking Sir. Run to the, the sun, <laughs> little one. He's fucking... Oh. You couldn't make it up, could you? No. What a cunt. Milk snatcher. Anything so, else? So what was you going to... No, that's it. What was you going to finish on? So, oh, um, Richard Richard Screnter, on the 30th of January, writes the first PC virus code. So that's first ever computer virus, which is 400 lines long and disguised as an Apple boot program called Elk Cloner. Nothing you, funny or interesting to add about. It's just the first ever virus, which, you know, there's a lot of them now. Wow. Mm. I want to finish on uh, some action. So we normally finish on sport, and I looked at sport in January mm. uh, 1982. Very little, very little. Uh, just darts and snooker. So I thought both official sports of blokes. Yep. Um, 
I mean, if you played darts or snooker in the eighties, you know, chances are you was having a pint. And yeah, uh, definitely, if, you know, if you if you weren't having a pint, there was no fucking dry Januarys in the eighties, was there? No, no, not at all. God no, you'd not be laughed out of the eighties. Yeah, and and I wouldn't want to be on the wrong end of some of them snooker players or darts players if they hadn't had a drink and they had a snooker queue uh, or three fucking arrows in their hands. Like, things would get a bit tasty. So let's get things tasty. I've got three fights, right? Okay. Uh, they can have... Uh, they, they, they can pick their, their weapon. They can have uh, a broken snooker queue or they can have a few arrows. Going to kick things off. Willie Fawn versus John Lowe. Willie Fawn versus John Low. I agree. I agree. I think Willie Thorne would like, he'd go in there. He's a bit of a unit, Thorne. Yeah. Right? And I think he'd go in there a little bit overconfident, probably for a couple of arrows. Like, yeah. And I reckon even if one of them fucking stuck in low, I think low would just be like, fuck this, and just stick a fucking snooker right over the top of Willie Thorne's fucking bald head. Yeah. Thorne is hoping yeah. that in going in quick... Yeah. The the light's gonna dazzle him. There's yeah. off off of his bold bonds, like yeah. in the lyrics to Snooker Loopy. Yeah. But 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 Lowe's smart enough for that. He's yeah. wearing shades. Yeah. Lowe's been around the block a few times. Yeah. Like he he's no stranger to a fucking tear up. You know. Uh I reckon he's got he he, he snapped the cue, he's got the heavy end in his hand and uh, and I think he just saw fucking Fawn's bonds as a fucking glowing beacon just fucking yeah, cracked yeah. him once, game like over. An egg. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Umpty Dumpty falling off a wall. Yeah. Falls laying there, claret everywhere. <laughs> right. Things are getting tasty. So, so the, the snooker players are all right to use dart-based weapons. Yeah. And, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jockey Wilson versus Steve Davis. Wilson all day long. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Davis is the kind of bloke that Wilson... He'll get three snooker balls in a sock, <laughs> smash David round the head, and and Davis will just be picking his teeth up off the ground, asking, "What did you do that for?" <laughs> <laughs> Not a fucking prayer. Yeah. I reckon whilst Davis is fucking picking up his teeth off the floor, Wilson's got one of them old school fucking pints, like a Pete Bill glass, like yeah. big old fucking pint a mile, and he's just fucking chugging on that, laughing, yeah. having a little fucking. Fag on the go, whilst fucking Davis is all over the place. Yeah. Still don't really know his own name. He's been fucking it so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last fight. Hurricane Higgins versus Bristow. That's going to go on that one. Yeah, it's going to be fucking naughty, that, mate. I reckon Higgins has got fucking all sorts of shit in his back pocket. Do you reckon? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Bristow, he'll happily shake your hand and just go, right, fucking one-on-one, stripped to the waist, skin on skin, no fucking tools. Yeah. And I reckon fucking Higgins, I want to fucking, yeah, bring out the fucking tools. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, Higgins will play dirty. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Bristow will try to bring him down. You know, he'll, he'll get in close and try yeah. and bring him down. Yeah. Higgins will go in his back pocket. 100%. I reckon Higgins will go in, he'll pull out like a fucking... He put out, I, I don't know, I reckon like a little fucking, like a little Swiss army or something like that. Sharp and rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I reckon like Bristow might fucking take a little while fucking 
gash across the back, and I reckon Bristow would just be like, "Oh, you fucking cunt!" Yeah. And I think then Bristow, you know, he was a fucking unit. Bristow, one, he looked like Alan from Grange Hill. I reckon fucking, <laughs> yeah. I reckon he'd just end up fucking going a little bit fucking seeing a bit of red, and I think he'd just fucking go to work on Higgins. Yeah, the the accuracy of his blows as well. Yeah. Yeah, because because Higgins, you don't know what Higgins you're gonna get. Yeah. But I just think he was a wild man, Higgins, but I don't reckon, like, against the fucking sheer fucking anger and fucking weight of Bristow, like, I just don't see... I think Higgins would be fucking more bothered about squashing his fags if they're having a roll around. Definitely, yeah. Because like, Bristow was fundamentally Jeff Capes without a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Bristow Wilson, then. So we've got some winners. They're going to face off. Brist- oh, we, we, oh, this is a tournament? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Silly mate. <laughs> Bristow Wilson. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. That's that's like Daddy Haystacks. Yeah, it is. It is exactly like Daddy Haystacks. Well, you can pick your fucking. We've got three fighters left here. So uh, I'll tell you what. Let's let's first of all. Who's who's who do you think's? Gonna... It's all the darts guys, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Maybe you picked the wrong snoop. What about Werbenick? Would it? Would he have taken any? He'd have taken low, I reckon. Maybe, maybe. Cliff Fulburn? No. Kirk. Soft as shit. Kirk Stevens. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, he was too busy fucking. That's it. like fucking Somerville v Pat Roach. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Stevens would be fucking. He'd be fucking boring a bit of fucking. Sanitizer off of Rod Stewart, his fingers would have been fucking riddled <laughs> as well, wouldn't they? Stink. <laughs> All right, look, let's just fucking get to the crunch of it. We know who's going to be in the final: Bristow versus Wilson. Yeah, Bristow Wilson. It's it's it's, it's on points. Yeah, it ain't a knockout. Yeah, it's this one's going the distance. I reckon they're, they're they're literally having rounds in between rounds, stopping for a pint and a fag. Yeah, and like and then get back to it. I just think age is going to be on Bristow's side. You think in Bristow? I think so, yeah. yeah. Like, well, if Wilson had looked after himself a little bit better... Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Towards, towards the end, he'll tire, won't he? Yeah, he'll gas. And I think, like, yeah, obviously Jim Bowen's refing. So, like, I of think... Of course he is. Bowen a step in, you know. And in fairness, he'll have to fight his best interests at art. So I think he's there to protect, ultimately, Wilson from himself. Yeah. And I think Wilson's, you know, he's up for it. But he's just like, come and jog. Let's, let's, let's go and get you another pine. Yeah, take your photo and put you in the back of a Dexy's appearance on top of the pops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant. Did we talk about snooker uh, on the last one and snooker clubs? No, I don't think so. Like, did you ever, like, join the sportsman? I didn't join the sportsman, but I definitely went in the sportsman a few times. Did I go down with you? Did you, were you joined the sportsman? I think I might have been for like a month or something, but I reckon Barham would have been. Like, large was. Yeah. And like, and I remember like. You wouldn't have had the attention span for I snooker. I haven't got the attention Not span for, for snooker. Of course I haven't. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> you barely got the attention span for darts. <laughs> oh, I'd love to fucking call you a gun. That's so true. Uh, yeah, but I remember like my old man had like a snooker cue in a case, and like that was just in case it fucking tore up. <laughs> but I remember like walking into Grays with like them, and uh, all of us had snooker cues. Yeah, 
Like, A, walking around graves with a, a fucking snooker cue is fucking asking for trouble, isn't it? Yeah, unless you're but, meeting the new kids on the block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember, like, going, like, in the sports. I love the idea of it, of going in there. But when we, you know, and, uh, where there was booze and stuff yeah. like that. But then when I got in there and I had to actually play snooker, I was like, this is boring. This is boring. Like, yeah, and I just... It's really long, isn't it, Snooker? Yeah, he's long. It's quiet as well. He is quiet. <laughs> that ain't funny, is it? Anything that's what's good that's long and quiet. That silence that we just had me trying to think of something. There you go. It wasn't fun for anyone. Oh no. <laughs> See you in February. Bye. <laughs> Remembering when we were young in the 80s